World Central Kitchen is serving thousands of fresh meals to Ukrainian families fleeing home, as well as people remaining in the country. This week on Let's Talk About Food, host Louisa Kasdan spoke with Henry Patterson about his upcoming relief trip. So you're going to Poland, and I think you told me you're going to be there for at least two weeks. I'm going to Poland to help feed Ukrainian refugees. With Jose Andreas's World Central Kitchen, I decided that's what I wanted to do for my 70th birthday. I leave in just a few days. We all see that what the Russians are doing is contemptible. As a food person, we all love to help. It's in our DNA. And here are people who really need our help. So if you want to help the Ukrainian refugees, either with money or even your hands and heart, find hashtag Chefs for Ukraine and World Central Kitchen. We have to do something. We can help. Remember, hashtag Chefs for Ukraine. Welcome to HRN on Tour at South by Southwest 2022. I am Christine Sykes-Lowe, and today I am joined by Daryl McDaniels, or DMC as most of the world knows him. One third of the groundbreaking rap group Run DMC. He quickly became the most popular in terms of fans, and it would be hard to overstate his influence on popular culture. Simply put, he helped transform rap and hip hop into the most popular music in the world while building a fan base that rivals the biggest acts in rock and roll. And I also welcome George Howard. Hi, George. Nice Hi, to have great you with to, us. Great to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Honored to be here. And George is a distinguished music professor at Berkeley College of Music and an arts advisor to blockchain company Algorand. George was named one of America's greatest disruptors by Newsweek for his work in artist advocacy. That's a pretty big. That's a pretty big uh, cool title there. All because of you, huh? And, and it's close to home for him because he's a musician himself. Yeah, I'm a guitar player. So he's a guitar player. You're a guitar player. Yes, don't be so humble. Well, no, he, it, it, a, it's, it's not humility. It's just that, that as a young guitar player in whatever year in Philadelphia, hearing this genius's music exploded my brain, <laughs> and, brain and led me to want to just keep exploring these new pathways around technology. But what he did was revolutionize not just music, but technology, ways of thought. And I think that's what aligns us. This is much bigger than just music. It's about, please. Yeah. Right, right. Absolutely. So the whole reason you're here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confess to you. I have a son who's an engineering student at Virginia Tech. And I said, son, can you please explain the whole blockchain, you know, everything about it to me? And, of course, like a college student, he didn't get back in touch with me, so I need you to explain it to I'll, me I'll a do it bit. real quick, right, okay. without going too deep into the technology. Okay. Blockchain is a way for creators to be given credit for their creations forever, right? Okay. Historically, when records are kept, whether it's in a database in the Library of Congress or by some record label, those have a tendency to get uh, distorted, shall we say, over time. Blockchain, when you put a record onto a blockchain, it's there forever, it's permanent. Also, most databases are owned by a company or an institution. Blockchain is what's known as decentralized, kind of like the internet. So there's no, like when MySpace went down, all of the elements that were on MySpace kind of went down with it. That can't happen with blockchain because it's it run across lots and lots of different computers that are known as nodes, right? And then the last thing is, blockchain allows for you not just to put your assets onto it, but to create rules around it. So. When we do the song that owns itself, 
DMC can say, well, I only want this song licensed by this type of person and with at this type of rate and make it fair and equitable. And then because there's software right on the asset, it can do that without record companies or labels or any of these intermediaries that tend to take the profits out of it. Now, importantly, Algorand is a blockchain. You probably heard about this. Some blockchains do have, have a, a, a bad kind of environmental impact because there's a lot of computational processing power. With Algorand, that doesn't exist. It's actually a carbon negative blockchain. But so that's that's as quick in, as I can put blockchain. Well, I mean, there is no simple elevator, Stevie. I think well, that, that was is, as good I, as I yeah, can get. Yeah, no, that was amazing. amazing. That was really that amazing. was amazing we because we care about the environment. We care about the people. We care about the artists. We care about the creation, and we care about the community of people involved with it. Everybody is involved and has a part and can be part of the experience of the creation. That's amazing. Starting in a song is a great example to start. Yes, and you know, here at South by Southwest, you're here to unveil something pretty exciting and revolutionary, like you said, for the music industry, artists and fans alike. So tell our listeners about the shared launch today, because there's lots of players. Uh, song that owns itself, stoey.org, your media company, aptly named DMC, Decentralized Media Company, and Algorand. Um, can you expand more on each of these entities and how they intertwine? Well, we're just starting with some production, some products and everything. The One Creation has so many elements. The One Creation involves more than just for what it was produced for. So what we're doing here, we're, we're, we're combining, collaborating, and collectively participating in all of the areas that the, partic the particular creative creation can touch. You know, usually a song is just a song, and like George just said, the music business gets involved with it, and it doesn't get or go where it's supposed to go. So we have a big purpose, and I have this saying, music succeeds where politics and religion fails. I could even take it further, but the arts succeeds <laughs> where politics and religion fail. An example of what we're trying to do, the quick example, because George is really good at what he does to explain <laughs> it, I could give it to you like this. When um, Steven Tyler took down the, took that mic stand and knocked down the walls that were separating us in the Walk This Way video, it knocked down the wall it, of racism. Black people and white people came together. Hip-hop and rock and roll came together. Styles, mindsets, um, cultures came together. It's unifying. It's very unifying. Yeah. And that is the purpose of all creations, to unify, to connect, and also for every the listener, the viewer, the creator, the person that talks about it, it's a perfect um, scenario for everyone to evolve. It's about everybody getting better. I've been in the music business for 40 years on both sides. You know, um, when I go to speak at high schools and middle schools, the kids are blown away that I'm not just hip hop, I'm rock and roll. So my creations from day one were always unifying. So now I'm at a point where over the years, I mean, he's what he's done for music, being part of music, what he's done with his companies and music, we always see the problems. And this is something he talk of, talks about in his book, Everything in the Right Place. We always see these problems from year to year to year, and then we speculate, and then we imagine the possible solutions. Now, 
I'm in a perfect position because he has something that will allow all of us, not just me as an artist, with the problems that were major headaches in the music business, but connecting with our audience, have the audience involved so that we can help grow their vision. We can now solve all the problems because this enables us to really start being, not just doing, we can be the solution. It's experiential. It's experiential on every level. Um, and that's key, the experience. Yes, absolutely. So how did you get involved in this project? And, and talk about your book a little bit. Well, thank you. I'd, I'd like to echo, before I dive into that, what, what DMC said. This is a, a collaborative moment, right? And, and you probably heard terms like Web3 and Metaverse. And at their ethos, and blockchain too, is the idea that you should be able to communicate based on your work, right? Not based on what college you went to, what gender you are, what race you are, and this is, it's very participatory. And that differentiates it from web one, which was kind of, hey, let's take offline companies and put them online. Web two, which is, hey, let's take all of the customers' photos and songs and build massive companies that leave them out of the equation. This is about ownership and collaboration at the creation layer, which is what he's always been about. For me personally, um, how did I get involved? I, I, so I've been a technologist all my life. I've, I've run large record companies that were, I'd like to think innovative, the first CD only label, first label that had a website. Then I built a company that helps artists get their music up onto iTunes, et cetera, without a label. So my purpose in life is helping artists create sustainable careers on their own terms. I discovered blockchain when I read the, the white paper about Bitcoin because Bitcoin um, needs a blockchain to keep track of things, right? And I was much more interested in blockchain than Bitcoin because I saw it as a way to really help artists to allow them to identify their fans and transact with them directly. And so, yes, I wrote a book called Everything in Its Right Place that is really a collection of interviews that, that I've done with artists, just to, to exactly what DMC says about we see the problems, like from boots on the ground. And where once you get to kind of a certain level, when you're running record companies, you, you, you lose the kind of connection to the actual creators. And we believe the creators have to have a seat at the table. No more can we build technologies for artists without artists being part of that process. So when, when I joined up with Algorand, I went to the founder and I said that exact same thing. And he said, I agree, my first call, this guy, right? If there's anyone who can architect the next layer of the music industry, because he's innovated throughout, the technology should be transparent, behind the scenes, no one should ever say the word blockchain. It should just accrue benefits right. to these creators. Right. That's my job, not to promote blockchain, to, to do more for art. Art is an empathy machine. Right. It's the, it's the, I love that, it's the king of rock thing in the forefront. Right. This is what we call a king of rock thing. One of the coolest things on the blockchain. <laughs> on the microphone is how I get coin. We're gonna make this bigger than Bitcoin. No, that just came to me. I'm putting that in the record. I'm putting that on the song. You gotta play the guitar riff. I gotta remember that. If, if I forget, I gotta call them back and say it's okay. I'll send it to you. Not because when you was explaining that, we are the thing. We are the thing. And you know, it's funny when, when George was saying that. I had so many, there were so many meetings about my creation that I wasn't involved in. Right. 
I remember the, the, the first meeting, trying to get signed. Then you have talks about when the record's coming out and all of that. And it's a birth from your brain. I mean, it right, that, that, that George, this yeah. is crazy. I probably only had 20 meetings about my thing when they had, <laughs> and they still having meetings about it. But all of that changes now. And everybody's involved. And one of the things that um, when George approached me, everything's transparent. It's all right there. Nobody has to chase. You know, I don't got to chase the label. The peep, my, my, my beat maker ain't got to chase me. Everything is right there. And, and transparency is just honesty and fairness. So we had a little impromptu uh, riff right there. But how, how I got to remember those I words. I know, you really do. You really do. The rock thing, blockchain, I, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. I'll send it back. We'll send it back. We're going to make that a record. <laughs> I, I know so we are. We're going to make that a record. That's crazy. <laughs> So you're performing tonight, and I can't yes. wait to see you. How yes. often do you get to perform? Do you? Um, um, um. um I, well, let me change that. Ninety-five percent of what I'm when I'm not performing or doing a concert, or I'm not at a comic con. I go to schools and I speak to high schools, middle schools. And uh, January fourth, I just put out a children's book called Daryl's Dream, speaking to the kids. But um. And this is the significance of what I'm doing with Algorand and George. You have a foundation. Yeah. You have everywhere, a I, right? With the with the yeah. feel it, everywhere I go, everything that I do, I get to perform. So if it's the comic book, if it's my music, if it's the kids book, if it's the foundation, if it's Adidas, if it's fa I get to perform. So performing is part of my life. Naturally. So yeah, so yes. it's part of my life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Connected. The one little song is connected to so many other things, but I would say I probably do, um, whoa, I'm probably doing five or six shows a month. That's pretty busy. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? That's yeah. even, I mean, Jam Master J passed away, when Run DMC was touring, the only times we wasn't home was, uh, we said, we got to be home Christmas. We'll, we'll perform on Thanksgiving, so Thanksgiving, but... For me now, it's fashion, it's mental health. Um, I put a book out, so I'm performing a lot. And the funny joke is, people love working with me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like I'm telling them what to do or they tell me to do. We do what we do together. But I think people only like working with me because anything that I do with anybody, D, can you come perform? And they know I'm going to say yes. <laughs> and it sounds like you understand balance, too. You understand yeah, yeah. the balance, like the mental health, and, oh, you know, oh, for sure, putting 100%. all your energies into different areas. Yeah, so, yeah. I learned that over the 30, 38 years I've been in music. The balance is key, and I think um, a lot of artists wouldn't, wouldn't have had the difficulties or problems um, that they went through, you know, some of the ones that ain't even here anymore. So I'm vocal about it, and um, I don't think I'm Mr. Know-it-all. What I'm doing with George, I'm an example of the possibilities. Um, when it comes to mental health, I say, because um, um, I'm a big Nirvana fan. Who isn't? Um, I'm, 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 um, um, when Chris Cornell took his life oh. in Chester from Lincoln Park. So um, I'm sick and tired of the pain and the hurt. I do this for Chester, Chris, and Kurt. Death is appealing, so with death I flirt. I tell the world how I feel, and they say I'm a jerk. I'm not bugging, I'm struggling. All this guzzling is puzzling, so I'ma stop hanging with Jack and Jim, Jack Daniels and Jim Bean, so I can fight in a battle and show that you can win. So yeah. I'm just an example, whether it's music, whether it's tech, whether it's mental health, everything that this King of Rock title put me into, I have a responsibility, and you know, George and Algorand and everything that we're doing is, is allowing me to utilize and have an effect with that responsibility. 
That's, I love that. I love every bit of that. Um, well, I really appreciate your time. I do have to ask you one question. You launched, you, we're a Heritage Radio Network. We're a food and yes, beverage. Yes. We yep. focus on food and beverage. We talk about culinary. You launched a wine label. Yes, I did, which was another collaborative effort. Um, that all came about through my comic book, Daryl Makes Comics. Okay. Uh, Amy Chu, one of the greatest writers in the history of pop culture. I mean, she's done Red Sonia, she's done Wonder Woman and everything. So when we go to Comic-Cons, Amy Chu is all about heritage. When we go to these cities, she's studying the food, she's studying the lifestyle, she's studying the cultures and all of that. So when she writes, she usually goes to a vineyard. So yes, so she went to the vineyard in Jersey, um, Old York Vineyards, and she was sitting there one day, and she noticed that they do collaborations. And just like we was just talking about in this, in this little conversation we have, and she was sitting there and say, who could possibly, who could be um, um, influential in bringing wine, food, rock and roll, hip hop, and books, and comic books, into one place, that people think they're just there for the wine. This guy. this guy right here. So she called me and said, hey, what do you think about doing? And just like we're going to do with Algorand, there's a charity effort. See, our purpose, which has a greater purpose than just for us, has another purpose because it can serve a purpose to help serve people. So the wine thing was just an idea of how do I do what I did with rock and roll, hip hop, and sneakers with comic books, wine, and food. And, and I love all those things. Yeah, and, and, and speaking of the food, speaking yeah. of the food, one, one of the things that was so cool about getting us there was at Old York, Vin, uh, Old York Vineyards, the chef is a bigger rock star than me. And what's his name? Um, um, Pedro, I think, I believe. And it's Old York Vineyards? Yeah, Old York Vineyards okay. in Ringo's, New Jersey. Okay, and where yeah. can they find your wine? Um, you can right now the wine is only on the Old York website. Okay. You can get the single bottle, you can get the double bottle, you can get the triple pack that comes with the cookies because I love cookies. You like Larry? I, you I like love Larry's cookies. Lenny and Larry's yes. cookies. Yes. And um, yes. my favorite cookies is oatmeal, um, cho oatmeal chocolate chip, and um, 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 and um, sugar cookies. So that being said, one of the other things we have to talk about, I'm starting a cookie company called Daryl Makes Cookies. It's all and about it's first purpose, here. not yeah, Exactly. No, 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 but this is, yeah. this is important. Like, our thesis is purpose, not product, right? Yes. So it, it, all of these things interrelate, whether it's wine, yes, that's cookies, what I'm music, right. comics, it's purpose, not product. But the, but the purpose needs to be bigger than yourself, right? Absolutely. And you can also say purpose, not profit, because the profit always yeah. comes when you lead with purpose. Yep. And that's what this guy's all about. So yep. it's all consistent. It can seem really orthogonal with cookies and music. It's purpose, not product. Exactly. And, 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 and what's crazy about that, too, is it's funny that you, we're talking about food and heritage. My first song, my first, and this is great for all the stuff that we're doing, because everything is just coming. We, we're sitting here just talking about oh, one thing and all this coming out. Collisions. When, I, when, when, when Russell first shopped us to every major label, we got turned down. Because, you know, in the beginning, there was always um, stereotypical and, and judgment, judge the books by Scalper. So in the beginning, you know, most of the hip hop was message records talking about how messed up everything is. 
So I'm this kid growing up in Hollis, Queens. I knew even where there's death, darkness, and despair, and destruction, there's goodness and fun and coloring books and cookies and finger painting. So when it was time for me to write my rhymes, remember, my first rhyme was on DMC and the place to be. I go to St. John's University. Since kindergarten, I acquired the knowledge. After 12th grade, I'm going straight to college. I'm light-skinned from Hollis, Queens, and I love eating chicken in college grades. Oh, yeah. And when that hit America, <laughs> it was like every... I'm talking about everybody from Jewish people to Muslim people. The fact that I spoke about food. What do you do on um, 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 times when you come together or festive events, you get around and eat? So it even went to far, to even further when we did Christmas in Hollis. It's Christmas time in Mom, Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard green, rice and stuffing. But it was the food that let people know people that eat listen to music. It was the music that let people know that if you listen to music, we all eat. So we all eat. We all listen to it's music. We all unifier. Right, right, right. Another. I create music. He creates tech. But at the same time, he heard my music and picked up a guitar. And it blew my so mind. now he got me. Yo, it's, see, it's the universal. And I'll tell you, I've got a son now who's 15. But about 10 years ago, I asked him what his favorite Christmas song was without missing a beat, Christmas and Hollis. That's crazy. You know, so now we're, we're, awesome. we're, we're sitting there with Nat King Cole and, and um, Ben Crosby and, and Frosty the Snowman, you know what I'm saying? So that's what's the beautiful thing about it. But, um, you know, what I was going to say is when I came out, I could only keep it real and talk about what I knew. My glasses and I like eating chicken and collard greens, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's, that's the icebreaker. That was, that was breaking down the wall before Steven Tyler visually did it in everybody's living room because of MTV across the globe. So the collaboration of products, technology, um, um, communication, the visual of it, the aureo, we are life, we are life. And it's, it's, this, this day and age that we live in, and I'm thankful I'm, I'm here now, if I could pave another way and it's just gonna make it better for all of us, then that's the, one of the best, that's better than any Grammy or any American Music Award. And, you know, hopefully when Daryl makes cookies drops, I'm right up there. <laughs> when, when they talk about Oreos and Chips Ahoy, they're going to talk about Daryl makes cookies. <laughs> I'm watching out for it. Yeah, and, and what I was going to say, we have a package where we give, um, we give chocolate and cookies along with the wine. They go you know together. They, they, go, really they go together, yeah. Exactly. They really do. Yep. So I'm, I'm learning. Topic. I'm learning. It's all about the experience. It's been such a pleasure talking to you both. Um, thank you, thank, thank you, you for taking the time to talk to thank Heritage Radio Network. Yeah, we all have a lot in common. It's yeah, so we fun. Do. That's it's the beautiful cool. thing. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to HRN's coverage of South by Southwest 2022. You can listen to all of our coverage on our podcast HRN on Tour. Find it on heritageradionetwork.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Katie Mosman-Wadler, Executive Director of HRN. HRN is dedicated to amplifying small businesses that keep our communities vibrant. Today, I'm asking business owners to take part in our business membership drive by supporting HRN's mission with a $500 membership. HRN will shine a light on your work and you'll help sustain our mission to expand the way eaters think about food. As a thank you for this tax-deductible donation, 
your business will receive on-air mentions, social media posts, listings on our website, and more. You'll also play an essential role in keeping nonprofit food radio on the air. Go to heritageradionetwork.org biz to become a business member today. That's heritageradionetwork.org slash B-I-Z. Thank you for your support.